Hi, I'm Margaret Cho. You're listening to Monsters of Talk. I'm here with my co-host. Hello, I am Jim Short. And uh, today we have uh, with us, they are uh, comedians. They are uh, Asian American women. They are here with us. They are part of Disoriented Comedy, which is a comedy show that's happening here in Los Angeles on July 12th. But it's, it's, a, it's an ongoing thing. It goes on all over the place. So today we're talking to Jenny Yang Yay. and Atsuko Okatsuka. Yes. Hi. <laughs> it's a name that makes you want to bow. <laughs> yeah, definitely. When you say it, and then say hi. 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 <laughs> or hi. Hi. I'm glad you got it. I mean, it, I, I, I think um, it's one of those things where um, I like saying it because it's like, it's like Tamayo Otsuke. Do you remember Tamayo Otsuke? Oh. You may not, this is like, my, she was my inspiration when I was starting comedy, she used to be, um, I believe she was Sam Kennison's girlfriend. Mm -hmm, yeah. No way. She opened for him a lot. Mm -hmm. And she would do comedy. She, she did comedy in a kimono. Sometimes she wore a samurai armor. And she was really great. And she did, what did she do? She did like all those like uh, TV shows in the 80s, like Evening at the Improv. And then, mm -hmm. Yeah, she was her? a regular staple. I actually worked with her in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. So that was a great mm -hmm. bill. Me from Australia and her from Japan. Mm -hmm. And she was really cool. And she had great stories about hanging out with Sam Kinison. And we um, we ate seaweed. Ooh. Oh. She, had, she brought some seaweed <laughs> to the condo and we ate you that. You ate it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, was it like nori? You know what? It was like the, it was like the sheets of seaweed. Yeah, the, that oh. you wrap sushi in. Yes, yeah. But she just, you know, was a snack. Just, um, yeah, like a chip, like a Trader Joe's chip. Sort of like that. Right. And we went, to, uh, we went to Oral Roberts University on Sunday night mm -hmm. to watch... Um, uh, uh, church. I, I don't even know what it's called. I'm so irreligious. <laughs> you know, church, church service. <laughs> that that big show they do for Jesus. It's that a thing. super conservative right. service at Oral Roberts. At Oral Roberts <laughs> University, absolutely. Well, that was a great thing about it. We did that and then we went and did our silly comedy show right That's after. Awesome. So it was kind of cool. That's fun. Oh, great. Yeah. I've never worn a kimono or any type of attire like that for stage, but uh, I was named after a samurai. Oh, oh, that's cool. Yeah, a 17-year-old samurai who uh, died early. <laughs> oh, God. I said, Dad, why did you name me that? And he said he was very heroic. Oh. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, I preferred the guy who lived, but um, <laughs> <laughs> he said he sacrificed his life for, uh, you know, like an older samurai that was like his sensei or mm -hmm. something like that. Yeah. That's nice. That's yeah. nice. Samurais are always very cool like that. <laughs> and noble yeah. they're very noble and um i uh played a samurai well not a samurai but i had sideburns i played a man in this movie that i just did and i had sideburns and it just that's all i need to be a samurai is sideburns <laughs> instant samurai an honor an honor a samurai honor code and a stern face right yeah. you know who's very samurai code is um all the star wars yes and han solo and um Mm -hmm. uh, Chewbacca have a samurai relationship like they have like a old sort of honor codes uh, samurai thing happening I know their outfits are really their clothes are really samurai too this, wasn't that part of the inspiration yeah. uh, mm -hmm. was um, Kurosawa films for, yeah. for George Lucas yeah it's all those um, all those uh, like uh, all, I think Lauren so Lone so Swordsman and Cub there, there's kind of a whole bunch of different ones but the, the, all those samurai movies are very um, Star Wars the mythology behind it and even the lightsabers mm -hmm. are samurai fighting 
Right. Cool. But you're not samurai fighting. You're doing comedy. Yes, yes. we are. <laughs> We're so happy. This is a dream for us, by the way. Well, it's very exciting to see to you guys. To meet you. Well, I'm excited to meet you. And I have to say, I'm thrilled because I have not really met any Asian American female comedians. I mean, I met a, a couple here and there, but over... 30 years of being a comedian, of I, I could count them on one hand, you know? Margaret, we're gathering right. them up one by one. We were collecting all of them. That's great. So anytime yeah. you want to meet any of them, I want to, I want to meet us. Them. Do you, what do you think it is, though? Because there's a lot more guys. Sure. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I mean, that's true of all comedy. There's a lot more guys. But there is a real discrepancy when it comes to Asian American men and women in comedy. There, there are just very, very few women. And I don't know what that is. Oh, I know. Yeah, <laughs> we we have a feel we have a feeling. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I feel like you know, I think the typical stuff is like you grow up and you're not really expected as a girl to be loud or take up more right. space, right? Right. And so I know why I'm a comic because in high school in my band I was like selected most obnoxious. Oh, that's great. You know, you <laughs> know what I mean. That's good background training for comedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm like different that way, and it's like what I love though is since we've started to do disoriented comedy, we'll just get like random ladies who are like maybe I write poetry or maybe mm-hmm. you know I do music, and then they see us and they're like maybe I can do that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's amazing. So I've even done like Skype sessions where, you know, I'm just a couple years ahead of the game as, as you know, of, of them. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, hey, let's just talk about jokes and what do you want to talk about? And mm-hmm. what does that even look like, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so. It's, it's great. It's fun. It's nice. It's freeing. Yeah. I think it's like, I think when we're raised, like for Asian American women, we're raised to um, really, not, not necessarily, it's not submission, it's more, we're raised to just not take up a lot of space, like you said. We're raised to not be um, real uh, exuberant, or, you don't want to be too much, like, no. my mother would always say, oh, that's too much, too much! <laughs> Everything is too much. Yes. You yeah. know, and that's kind of the worst thing that you can be <laughs> if you're an Asian American woman, is too much. Yeah. Whether it's too, for me, it was always like, I was always too fat, and then it were too loud, or too um, emotional. Or to complaining. Right. Then where do you ground yourself? Yeah. You know, when everything is too much. Mm -hmm. I think it's easier to just get a nine to five job and maybe that's what happens. Right. You know, it gets fit into your not too much cubicle and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, wear buttoned up shirts and I don't know. (laughs) But it's weird how like you're, you're encouraged to have a life in the arts. You know, my family was very interested in me learning how to become a good musician and they wanted me to be a good, um, singer and all the stuff but then but not love it too much not be devoted to it not be obsessed with it so that you don't they don't want you to become a true artist yes <laughs> just just maybe have some familiarity with it or just be so excel at it but you can't do it so much um, that you are truly an artist. I think what's really weird is I've worked with a lot of Asian American musicians over the years. They're really, really virtuous, so like amazing musicians, and they 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 have this thing where they'll do like classical music or um, something that's very much kind of in the American songbook, like something very, very standard. But they'll put like a crazy like rock and roll spin on it. Mm-hmm. But that's the only like wildness that they're allowed. You know, yeah. <laughs> like is that they can do something but it's got to be technically so perfect and then they can riff on that but it's never it's never that you're just allowed to be the artist just that you are it's a, it's a very weird thing yeah, yeah. no I, I i agree i've been thinking about that too you know like piano lessons i was told to do uh, speech contests and then when i finally was like oh grandma like speech contests now i do stand up she's like god you took 
it too far. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, what are you talking about? I was like, yeah. I was like, thank you so much for doing that because now I can talk in front of people. She's like, that's not what I meant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, you know, you take it, you take it too far or you own it. When you own it, then it becomes a problem. Yes. You know, that's when it, that's when they, where they draw the line, when it's become something that's in your service, not in the service of and something else. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a very, it's a very weird thing, but I'm glad that you guys are doing it. When did Disoriented Comedy start? What was the, um, did you guys meet and then put it together and how did it happen? It was t- exactly two years ago, as of July. Um, we kicked off our show in Little Tokyo at the David Henry Wong Theater, home of East West Players. And um, we formed actually because, you know, I was starting, I mean, I'm still, I still feel I'm still starting out, but when I was baby, baby starting out, I felt like, you know, being a stand-up, it's very alone, mm-hmm. right? It's like, let me hit up the mics, and then you go up, <laughs> you do your five minutes, and then maybe mm-hmm. you're, like, going to say hi to people sometimes. And and I, what I felt like, it was so alienating already, because I was going to these open mics, and it was just a lot of, like, you know, young white guys with beards and plaid shirts talking about, you know, smoking weed, masturbation, or why there's so many Mexicans in L.A. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like Was that on stage or off? It's both, right? That's all they talk about, right? Yeah When did comedy just become about Having a wank and smoking weed? I don't know I don't know Maybe That's because The evolution of the drugs in comedy yeah. Has shifted, yeah, yeah, to the, yeah To the weed But, you know, I just felt like it was I wanted to relate on the craft part of it. Yeah, that's a well-constructed joke, but also mm. just as a human being, I was like, I want to be able to kick it with people that I could relate to. I come from a very political background mm. and Asian-American st- person of color background. And so I was like, man. And so I would start like cyber-stalking anyone that remotely, mm. I had a Google alert, Asian-American <laughs> comedy. <laughs> and I found a woman named Yola Liu. She was in Seattle. She just graduated from University of Washington, just started doing stand-up, but she got this coverage in like the Seattle Chinese Times. I'm like, let me find her. We tweeted, and then we're like, let's do a Skype chat. Mm-hmm. And I just said it as a joke. Hey, you know, someday it'd be nice if there was enough of a critical mass of us that we could do a full stand-up comedy tour. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, yeah, totally. Three months later, she like texts me, and she's like, Jenny, you know when you said that thing? I think we should just do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God. And I was scared, but I was like, well, we need more help. So I talked to Atsuko and she and I, we met at a um, all-female sort of like stand-up comedy class. class. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> and she yeah. was like all blonde white girls, right? And yeah. then you and me. And it was like a, a black, girl. black girl. Yeah. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, oh my God, she's Asian. I hope I like her. She's the only other one. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And I was pretty cool. Um, she was pretty cool. So we And amazing. So she asked me to join, and I was really happy to be able to showcase other Asian American women yeah. who, yeah. you know, want to tell jokes in various different ways. Some people come from a more performance art background. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we've extended it to, you know, um, gender queer, yeah, transgender, mm-hmm. uh, Asian males. So we and then we say Orient is like it's always been a shifting boundary over time. So we yeah. had Maria Shahada, who's Egyptian. That's great. Why, mm-hmm. why not? Just people not? that you don't typically see on a mainstream yeah. comedy club audience. Of course. Stage. It's great. Yeah. It's really great. I think, um, yeah, I mean, I, I totally relate that that feeling of like being in a comedy club and being like, I, I, I reacted kind of in the opposite way. And, and I thought, oh, my point of view is so insignificant compared to these guys. You know, it's like, it's, <laughs> it's like really mm. the, the, the opposite is true. I mean, it's like, actually, it's much more significant. But for some reason, you discount your experience because it it's it doesn't reflect the majority. Yes. And so it's a very um 
it, it, it was weird. Like when I started, I, I had these feelings like, okay, I'm going to be a comic, not a, uh, uh, not an Asian American comic and not a woman comic. I'm just going to be a comic. And um, the secularization of it was really this weird statement of like, I can be white. Totally. <laughs> I'm just as good as white people and then like the stupid like idea that it was like the things that made me different were somehow um, negative you know yeah. and then and then but I changed my mind I, I when I started actually doing comedy like in a more of a real way and like doing a lot of television and stuff I realized oh I'm getting hired for this because I'm not what those guys are I'm, I really totally. reflect something different so it's positive yeah but um, it's great that you guys are doing that. Now, where have you done? You've done um, LA, you did Seattle, and just you just go around and do shows. Yeah. We've done right. Fresno. Our biggest show was a 700-seat theater, the Tower Theater in Fresno. Mm. It was oh, huge for yeah. us. It was sold out. That's great. Uh, we did Seattle, Portland, Seattle a couple years. Uh, New York recently, D.C. Um, we did Wellesley College, UC Santa Barbara. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. So it's it's been all over. We're working on Austin. No, oh, that'd um, be great. Twin Cities. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think Asia. Asia. Oh, think we're gonna Asia hit up Asia. <laughs> See, I haven't oh, even God. played Asia yet. It's weird because Margaret, I, you I haven't know. played Asia. No, I, oh, I, I, I don't know why. Um, I, my thing is that I want to do a show in Korea in Korean. So that's my <laughs> goal. That would. How comfortable are you with the Korean? I'm really not not comfortable. That would at be all. amazing. But I couldn't do that in I Chinese. I'm fluent, yeah. but it's, I can't. Oh yeah, it's hard because it's a, a totally different language and a different cultural context. But the, the, there's part of it that's like they will sort of, they do know what you mean. I think that if you try, yeah. like it's just like all about trying. It's like in France, people they said France has this bad reputation of big, people being snobby if you can't speak French. But if you try. They're so excited. They're effort. so mm -hmm. the effort is everything. So, but that was my kind of holdout for Asia. It's like I really wanted to do a show in Korea. That's amazing. In Korean, right. but so but that's kept me from doing it. Oh, that's a good Australia would, yeah, would be great. Yeah, yeah. You don't even yeah. have to learn the language. <laughs> I yeah. am not. <laughs> I mean, not really. There's a lot of Asians in Australia. They would actually. love it. Yeah. They would love it. Yeah. So I think you know you guys should do a show. Also, I think you should go to Edinburgh. Yeah, mm. you know, I've heard a lot of comics on on podcasts talk about their experience in Edinburgh. Mm -hmm. I, honestly, mostly Mark Marin and how he didn't like it, but he'll always talk about it with other comics. And I just find it so it's such a crapshoot. And, and he but doesn't and like it's anything. Scary. That's true. He doesn't like anything. So, but the it seems so scary. It you know? is scary. But right, you know, the thing right, about right, it right. is that it's, it's weird. No, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> but it's it's really weird because um, race is so different there. Yeah, and I need to know. I need to feel like I need to like understand that no yeah sure yeah maybe we hang out there a little bit and then come back and regroup yeah because it, de it depends because you know we we specifically decided as a stand-up comedy tour to not ever tell anyone don't do this or don't do that in your act right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we, we want to showcase the diversity of things but what we will do is we'll say okay our audience this is like the ethnic studies conference so you know just be wary of like mm -hmm. if you're gonna make a certain joke yeah right. you know what i mean but um right. but yeah like so I do a lot about race, but other folks, you know, who knows? They might be freaking awesome at Edinburgh. And, I, you know, you have to, like, not translate too much. No, I don't think it's really about translating. It's more about the experience that you get in the environment. What I like about it is that you're thrust into a city with about 2,000 other comedians. Yeah. And that's, like, not even an exaggeration. And there's, <laughs> there's, there's all shows happening at every hour of the day. And... Um, it's really cool to do a show every single day and then kind of go up against that, that idea of like all these different people doing the same thing. And um, I just think it would be good um, for you to 
branch out and do international stuff because this is yeah. perfect for that. Mm-hmm. You know, and the world needs to know what you're doing. Yeah. And so this is a good start. So uh, any of the comedy festivals, we went to the Melbourne Comedy Festival last yeah. year. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a great one. Um, all over Australia, they have the comedy festivals. and then. But um, Edinburgh is like a, is a really interesting because it can feel very... Um, Weird as a person of color mm. can be very, very, very isolating as a woman. There are very few women. Mm-hmm. That's, that's like a, another weird thing about it is there are very few female comics. Sure. And um, like it's it's so um, it, it's going up against some, you know, exponentially that feeling that I had of not really having anything relevant to say because yeah. <laughs> I'm not that I'm not. Um, you know, I'm not white, I'm not British, I'm, I'm not, you know, man. So there was like all these things that I felt like I just was not appropriate That anymore. surprises me so much though, Margaret, to hear you say that, that, that you really felt that way. Yeah, yeah. Really? But in a way, sometimes that you, when you are bombarded with that feeling, it's a positive thing because it really makes you sort of rebel. Sure. against it and then you realize oh wait, what I am saying is really important what I am saying is really valuable it actually has the opposite effect of like pumping me up oh. so it's it's a good thing it's a good yeah. challenge yeah right. um, oh, you guys should go to Hawaii too they would oh god love Hawaii you. oh yeah Hawaii Hawaii is like the homeland man yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> it's like Homeland of Spam Musubi and oh, I beautiful love brown Mus- and Musubi. you know golden peoples and golden oh. and kimchi with everything kimchi with everything and mochi with everything kalbi everywhere yeah I mean I, I I love going to Hawaii I, and working there and and then I have a lot of friends there but they, there's something so edifying about Hawaii doing shows there because everybody totally understands what yeah. you're saying mm-hmm. totally gets it totally really. Understand at a very deep level. That's why I think that the audiences for your tours are probably so excited to see you because they understand on a really deep level how important it is. Right. Oh I guess God. we haven't yes. really quite done a show where, uh, you know, we're not already sure that the audience is with us, you know? Yes. So doing something like Edinburgh would be the first time we would have to like pump up adrenaline or, you know, use yeah. it to advantage, like yeah. us maybe feeling a little. Yeah. On the outskirts or something. Because it's like a mainstream comedy club stage, probably. Right. Because yeah. it's, like, it's yeah. usually like, yeah, we're here to see you guys because we're Asian They're so Americans psyched. Too. I mean, they're yeah. so ready we're to go. outsiders right. too, oh, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. But it, to, yeah, totally. It would be interesting. Yeah, to challenge yourself. And then, you know, it, it really does make you question a really very, very core beliefs, which I think is always positive in comedy. Um, yeah. And always being challenged in comedy is, is, is a good thing too. Yeah. It's not the most pleasant thing, yeah. but it's, it's a positive thing. Yeah, recently, um, a week after that horrible shooting, the horrible shootings at Isla Vista by mm-hmm. UC Santa mm-hmm. Barbara, we were scheduled to do stand-up at UC Santa Barbara a week oh, yeah. later. Mm-hmm. And that was, speaking of sort of like challenges and sort of yeah. being in an environment where you just have to make the comedy work. Yeah. That yeah. was amazing. But that's a, that's where they need you the most, you know? That's a, in times of... That's real sorrow. That's yeah. when comedy really comes in handy. And there, you know, that was a very weird thing, especially when you're talking about race and, you know, how he was so angry that he was, I think he was really angry for, about not being white. Yeah, he was half Asian. Mm, yeah. and he was so self-hating and yeah. it was so sad. It was yeah. so sad and so weird, like so weird how somebody could, ha- you know, have that battle within and that, but that, but still entitled enough to go get a gun. I mean, I think it takes a certain yeah. amount of entitlement to actually act out on this kind of stuff, you know? Sure. Yeah. So he didn't really have that much self-hatred to like 
to to curb those murderous urges. You know, he he really yeah. felt like he had a right to do that. Yeah. Right. Um, but racially, it becomes very, very complicated. That that whole thing. Yeah. I mean, I think for um, when I think about school shootings, also I, th- I think about uh, Virginia Tech and how mm-hmm. South Korea uh, issued an apology f- for. Um, yeah, Cho. Yeah, he's actually. So, uh, Cho Song Lee, which is like very similar to my dad's name. Oh wow! Oh. So, um, but the, yeah, like the the weirdness of South Korea saying sorry, but he's been that guy. That kid had been here for like twenty five years or something. I mean, yeah. he, not not twenty five years. But, like, but South Korea is still like, oh, we are so ashamed. Yeah, we're so sorry. We're sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um, but but is is that because they're going to do it anyway because they feel that shame, or because idiot people over here are going to blame like all of Korea? for it who knows you know right. what i mean it's like yeah, maybe yeah, they're like yeah. we better get this or they just or they're just <laughs> gonna do it anyway because that's their sense of like we we should that's what it is right to do i don't know i'm not sure um you know korea is such a uh it's a it's a very strange thing so the the, the mentality of like doing something like that pre-apologizing <laughs> right pre-apologize before and there is a there's a, i don't know yeah. But the kid was American. He was an Asian American yeah. kid. So right. yeah. I don't know how, how <sighs> they had culpability, but they felt that they did. Yeah. I think that's what happened with Chechnya apologizing for the, or uh, yeah, no, it was Czech Republic saying, we're not Chechnya when the whole Boston thing happened. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. People, oh, yeah. It's, it's this weird thing, right? Because we, we're, <laughs> we try people. to fend off, we try to fend off this idea that we're always foreigners as Asians. Mm-hmm. And then we have these like mother countries apologizing as if they had responsibility. And you're like, we didn't get a dispatch from you to do this. No. Yeah. But the thing is, is about being an Asian American is that you don't fit in here because we wear our foreignness on our skin. Yeah. And then you don't fit in there because when you go there, everybody, I don't know how they know, even before you talk, they know yeah. that you are not from here. It, it's a totally weird thing. So you really don't fit in there. You really don't fit in here. Like, where are we supposed to fit in? And I think that's why I love you guys doing comedy, because this is where you do fit in. Yeah. It's like, you know, in, in expressing yourself and being what you want to be and inspiring other Asian American women, you know, that's a really positive thing. Yeah. So... Yeah. No, we love it. We're making our own thing. Yeah, we're doing. I mean, besides Hawaii. Oh, I know. I think. (laughs) Yeah. This is going to be our home for a while. But yeah, I mean, you know, we were in a lot of a whole generation is inspired by you. So Mm -hmm. let's just we're just spreading it. We're just going (laughs) to spread it. Yeah, I actually grew up. I actually grew up having people because I was like louder Mm -hmm. and round faced, Chinese Mm -hmm. funny. People would over the years be like, oh, my God, you're like Margaret Cho. And remember when I was younger, I would like, you know, in a weird way, not really understanding the whole context, slightly resent it because I was like, oh, because she's the only person, you know, who's Mm -hmm. Asian. Is that why you're saying, Mm -hmm. you know, and then later on, of course, I like embraced it like, oh, yeah, man. It's fucking cool. It's fucking cool. Exactly. (laughs) But it's totally like you want to go. I don't you know, why do I have to be like it's like. Why am I the only Asian like, point of reference, reference that they have? Right. Totally. You know, there should be more. Yes. We yeah. need to populate the, the, the universe, the star universe with different little yeah, unique stars. Yeah, please, because I just got called Bobby Lee. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, no. like, uh, the other what? one. Uh, Bobby. Someone well, called I mean, me Booby Lee. A comic friend of mine oh, calls me Booby Lee. Yeah, I mean, oh. come on. You know. Sure. That's silly oh, and right. kind That's of, you know. silly. It's cute. Yeah, you do have boobs. I do. It's sweet, and though. And so, so does Bobby Lee. <laughs> Oh. He's a sweet little. He's a sweet little. He's a sweet angel. Host, Bobby Lee. Mm-hmm. He's like he's like a little a little angel. Like it's like so 
<laughs> I, I think of him as so just like a little child. Like he's I so look vulnerable. at, he's so vulnerable. Right? Like, he's he's he a is. rude little child. Though. <laughs> yes. Remember that story he was telling yeah. last year when you did his thing, and he was like, uh, "They won't book me at certain club at this club and whatever." Well, the last time I was there, I went on stage and I and I I showed my asshole to everyone, and I'm like, "Yeah, well, that might be why you didn't get booked back." <laughs> but he wouldn't. It wasn't like you know. He was telling us why he showed his asshole. We wanted to know what the context of that. <laughs> because, yes, sure. You know, but let it led you to the point it of opens. asshole showing. <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> he didn't. He kept diverting the question. He wasn't oh. like. Uh, I don't know. He wasn't. I, there was no real reason for it. <laughs> no. I think, yeah. Or you go, how well, How did you, how, how do you, because I've been on stage and there's never been any point when anybody even remotely like, was that his asshole? <laughs> like, did it, I just, because you can't, it doesn't just happen. It no. doesn't just like, there's a slip like, oh, excuse me. Right. There's a it's real amount like a lot of work, work to show your asshole to yeah. people. You can't just show it. From, no, from no, the no. stage. No, because there's like spreading and. A lot of disrobing. There's yes. minutes you gotta fill you gotta vamp. Yeah. While you're That's disrobing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You think you're gonna vamp during a song in a you know and get a sound mm-hmm. check or something mm-hmm. to drop your pants and then yeah, there's a lot of time. But, but what I love about comedy is like even that, you know, like I wouldn't do that on stage, but to really embrace the identity of comic as kind of a freak mm-hmm. or an outcast, and it's like it's okay. It's good. And it's okay. And it's a very healing, actually, because yeah. I grew up in a very conformist, kind of like high school, Asian-American, Sweet Valley High kind of environment in <laughs> Torrance. You know what I mean? <laughs> Everyone's got to wear Banana Republican Gap. Yeah. And to like kind of embrace the comedy culture and be like, yeah, man, like you just do what you got to do. And it's okay. And sometimes people mess, mess up because you're just experimenting or sure. or it's okay. Or you discover a whole new genius way to like, Affect an audience? I don't know. Maybe asshole showing is the way to go. It might be. <laughs> I mean, I don't he's know. He's a genius ahead of his time. He could yeah. be. Yeah. He could be. I mean, I, I think he's really special. Um, I, I think, uh, yeah, I just don't know. Who are the other women out there? There's um, Ali Wong. Ali Wong is Helen great. Hong. Right. Um, oh, Helen's great. Yeah, Helen Hong. Um, uh, and then there's a, a Parna Nancherla. We do South Asian. Oh, yeah, she's too. great. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, gosh. I, I, and then, and then you might not have heard of them, but you know there are a lot of our friends. We sometimes book like some like Latinas, but um, mm-hmm. if especially if you're queer, and um, but yeah, like Kieran Dale, uh, Maria Shahada, uh, Kyle Mizono is one of our favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, she produces the Super Serious Show, which has gone to Edinburgh. Um, gosh, I feel D- like we I should mean, like D-Lo. come up with our D-Lo. D-Lo. So D'Lo, um, he, he's someone he's someone that I've admired for a long time, a transgender. A solo theater performer who's just oh. hilarious and now is doing stand-up comedy with us yeah. so he's yeah. sri lankan or from sri lancaster it's <laughs> yeah. a joke yeah. i'm just gonna use all of his material <laughs> um so then so who's gonna be on the show on july 12th here at the david henry huang theater in los angeles um it's going to be atsuko katsuka me jenny yang um uh dilo mm-hmm. liliana cervantes mm-hmm. kyle, kyle mizono and oh from seattle uh, we love her. Yeah. She's like the only tomorrow American comic and hilarious. Uh, Mona Concepcion. We're flying mm-hmm. in, flying her in from Seattle. That's great. Just yeah. to, just to represent. And we were hoping with all of our hearts, Margaret Cho. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. I want to go. I have to be, um, that day I'm going to be actually in San Luis Obispo. So right. that, unfortunately, um, it didn't work this, but maybe next year or if you guys go, 
uh, I can meet you up in another city somewhere. <gasps> It'd be oh fun. God, I mean, we'll just do, we'll amazing. figure it out. Yeah. What's special about this one that we wanted you to be a part of is because uh, it's actually a fundraiser for the Tuesday Night Project, mm-hmm. which is uh, it curates the space that's like this long time free open mic slash multidisciplinary art space in Little Tokyo, right outside that courtyard. Oh yeah, yeah. And actually, someone that you started with, uh, Kennedy Kabasara, is a friend yes. of mine. He's like a neighbor of that space. Yeah, like, he lives right. there. Yeah. And um, but yeah, we uh, that's what nurtured me because I used to do poetry mm-hmm. um, and then that's also gave me the support to kind of do stand up and to help be able to sell, sell out all these you know 200 seat 500 seat theaters that we do around the country mm-hmm. it's through this network of artists it's great right. basically so that's why but next time if we get you that would be great we will yeah. try to yeah. put it to we'll, like we'll a figure good it out I'd love to I think it would be fun um, I think uh, yeah you guys should do like um tour all over the world and then do like a special and you know put it out like on DVD I know people have said that yeah, yeah. doing yeah. a special I, yeah. I don't even yeah we haven't even wrapped our ma- brains around that yet yes not quite not yeah. yet definitely but, something to think about you know yeah so that's just so it's sort of like really you know you have this body of work then you you know make it readily available for people all over the world yeah you know um, even if I don't I, I guess DVD would be antiquated maybe it would be like a streaming, down, streaming download you know something right. yeah but it's it's time for stuff like that you know to just get uh, it out to brand yeah. it you know if it's been two years now it's like a good time to think about those kinds of things yeah um, can we good. can we can we present you with something Yes, we have yes, to. Margaret Cho. Oh yes. my gosh, we brought you a gift. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. Because we're good Asians. I know. That's so exciting. <laughs> and so we have to read to you what this is. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to read it. It's basically a little plaque. Mm-hmm. It's a certificate. Oh and I have to do it. And we love Gay of Thrones. And we love Game of Thrones. <laughs> so we wanted to present to you this. Okay. okay. So I'm going to do my best to, to, to do this. Here we go. Okay. This is what it says on the certificate. Disoriented comedy takes pleasure in presenting the certificate of commendation to Margaret Cho of House Comedy, rightful <laughs> heir in name, birthright, and vaginal empowerment to the all-American throne, the revered, the feared, and the loved, empress of the outcast people, comedy rooms of the 50 states, and the first women, Yongdore Omani, <laughs> she who brings laughing tears, the tattooed, and breaker of chains. In honor and recognition of your outstanding contributions to Asian American badassery, we want the fairy godmother of disoriented comedy. uh, Sorry, we want the we want the uh, (laughs) fairy god sister. God's god sister. Did I read it wrong? I'm sorry. I sometimes you know English isn't my first language. Monday, July thirtieth, June thirtieth, two thousand fourteen. Jenny Yang, Otsuko Kotska, and all disoriented comedy comedians henceforth. We want to present this to you, Margaret. Yay! Yay! Thank you so much. This is amazing, you guys. I love it. Playing the Game of Thrones theme song, but you know. (laughs) I think this is perfect. Well, I I love this. This is this is really really exciting, and I I'm really honored. This is totally perfect. <laughs> <laughs> we made it smaller, so it's less obnoxious. No, I think it's really really cool. <laughs> and you know how like we the Asian people they love a certificate diploma. They love to display some kind of you know certification. So this is this is mine. So you're our fairy god sister. Thank yeah. you. It comes with props, but 
Well, you can do. We can do that later. <laughs> we have a crown and a, and a wand for you. Oh, I love it. Want, we want that. But I do. I do want. I want everything. So we just want to tell you how much you mean to us. Thank you. And I was. I was like, am I going to cry when I say that? Okay, I'll hold it back. You were telling the story about how you met Ivo's Costello and you wanted to like. You were held holding back from sh- shaking. No, him. I did shake. You him. did shake. I him. actually oh. shook him, and it was really uh, embarrassing. I was like, I can't shake. I can't <laughs> shake Margaret. Cho. No, yeah, because then like. You know. I mean, Jim Short is awesome too. <laughs> Yes, but you know, but just, yeah, but yeah, we keep it in check with me. You don't just shake, <laughs> don't shake people that you idolize. It's really, it's not, you know, it's, it's just never okay. well received. And it, but you know, this is this is wonderful. I'm really very excited. So thank you. We we worked hard to, to write it and and honor you. Well, it's 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 profound and it's perfect and I love it. Thank you. And I want everybody to go. Okay, so now where can people find you guys online? Where can they find about Disorient Comedy? Please give us everything that. Yeah, so sure. um, disorientedcomedy.com. Um, that's where you can find our uh, Twitter, everything. You can buy tickets for July 12th, uh, our July 12th show in Little Tokyo, Los Angeles. It's a fundraiser for Tuesday Night Project. We're on Twitter at Get Disoriented. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we more actively tweet in our personal ones at Jenny Yang TV and Atsuko Katsuka at Atsi Says, A-T-S-Y. Yes. S-A-Y. Honestly, I don't tweet very much. That's okay. But you'll find something on there <laughs> yeah but disorientedcomedy.com <laughs> that's great mm-hmm. yeah. i will and i will i will come and see you guys soon um it's very exciting i'm glad that you guys are doing this it's it's giving me a lot of hope for the future oh my god and thank this, you it's very very cool so thank you to jenny yang and atsuko atsuko okatsuka hi 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 and um, you can reach me at Margaret Cho on Twitter. Where can they reach you? At Jimmy Shelter. You can reach both of us at Monsters of Talk. Um, we are also on YouTube at... YouTube.com slash Monsters of Talk. We've got a bunch of cool videos and behind the scenes stuff and all kinds of cool things happening over there. Yes. And you can listen to us on SoundCloud. We are every Monday. And, and like you go see these guys on, on um, July 12th. I think it's going to be a really great show. And use discount code Cho Monsters. Oh, Cool. Use Five dollar off. Oh, that's great. Cho monsters. That's great. So that's our. That's that's perfect. Um, well, thank you so much, you guys. Thank you. And uh, we will talk to you next time.